and welcome to Cutscene Conversation Season 2, Episode 11. Or 10. No, it's 11. Or 12? <laughs> no, we've definitely made it all the way okay. to 11. 11. 11. Awesome. Well, how are you? Man, I am... Uh, I am good and I am stressed both at the same time. That's great. Life. Right? So I think we start off with thanking uh, all six of our individuals. Six guests. Because Tim, we had six guests we in did. two episodes. And we shattered the illusion of doing it on different days by not changing our shirts <sighs> like know. we were supposed to. Look, we totally had a we had shirts set aside and it's like we're going to switch. Yeah, and so everybody never know. They'll never know. That the well, set it, didn't change, <laughs> and, and they even sat in the, same the husbands were their, sitting in the same yeah. seats as their wives. <laughs> that was fantastic! That oh, was thank great. y'all so much. Thank you, everyone. So let's see. Much. Let's get the names right. We got Wade and Maddie. Yep. Wellborn. Cole and Kat Gandenberger. Right. And Ty and Daily Lamphere. Awesome. Thank awesome, you awesome. so much, all of you. I, you know, I went into it, and and I'll be a little. I'll be honest. I'll be. I was could you nervous. be a lot honest? I could be a lot honest. Okay. I was nervous about the ladies interview simply because I'm not as connected with them. Right. Um, but literally, I thought to myself afterwards, that could not have gone. It was better. amazing. They did fantastic. Yes. Like, like, like their answers, their responses, their mannerisms. Right. They were fantastic. so nervous beforehand. It was so good too, though. But it was awesome, ladies. Y'all did amazing. Thank you so yep. much. And guys, and guys, you, you're, you're great. You know, you know it. It's great. You right. know, y'all go and, get yourself some little and, debbies. <laughs> little debbies and Cole. Thank you for such a wonderful question. Yeah, Cole specifically. Cole specifically. For no specific reason, are we specifically saying Cole? Cole. Yep. Well, that brings us to this week, mm-hmm. and I think we kick it off with a good old would you rather. All right. You want me to go first? Let's go for it. All right, Tim. Would you rather mentally or physically never age? Only one. Mentally never age or physically never age? Ooh. Mentally. Mentally? Yeah. So... It's not a hard all, choice. All the way to the point of like body like shuts off. You're like, oh, time to, oh, hello, Lord. Yeah, 100% mentally never age. <sighs> For me, uh, man, I see, the, I see value in both. But I think. Uh, yeah, you're going to be mentally. I think like, it has to be I mentally. I don't even know why you're him hauling here. Well, no, because. Think about it. If you mentally age, but your body doesn't, your mind disappears far long before your body does. Mm, And you as Jesse cease to be. You ever dealt with somebody with Alzheimer's? Yeah, but it didn't say, you know, it's it's not saying never dies, right? Never ages, never die. Well, I mean, if you mentally still age, eventually you'll... The brain, if the physical brain shuts down, the mental dies. That's true. And by the way, if y'all hear noise in the background, just celebrate with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seniors from the local uh, high school church and mm-hmm. everywhere else. They're celebrating tonight. Celebrating their awesomeness of, of being done with high school. Yep. Oh, yeah. Clap. Clap for them. Yeah. Woo! Nice. Woo! That was our lovely crew. Just then, yep. Uh, Ooh, hey, the crew. Oh, the crew. The crew. That we got a name yeah, for them that now. That's great. Now. I like it. Born like here, it. seen here. You've seen it. They're the crew. The con crew. The con crew. Yeah. Con like cutscene conversation. The con crew. We'll work on it. 
We'll work on it. You know, one thing that yeah, I didn't like the concrete. Uh, yeah, because it does sound like concrete, and that's all you can think yeah. now. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting, um, I think specifically more from the ladies' episode last. Wow, you just skipped my would you rather? Oh, all together. my bad. I, I'm just you are all together, Tim. Forgive me, sir. All right, hit me with it because I all think right. you're prepared for this. I am. Not only am I prepared, I brought props. You brought. You see yeah. here the starter three of oh, Gen yeah. One Pokemon. Yep. Right, I yep. think circa 1998. Yep. Right, and you see there the oh. Master Sword. Yep. Yeah. Circa 1991. Yeah. Would you rather? Oh no. Be Ash or Link? Uh I think I'd rather be Link. I think I'd rather be Link. Uh I feel like Ash lives in a world with giant monsters. So does Link. But. If you notice, uh, I don't know. I still think Link. Still I think, think Link? I'd rather live in Hyrule. Okay. Because at least there, it's like, yeah, there's monsters, but people still live in a town, and they're still chill in their town. Whereas the towns in Pokemon, they still got freaking monsters chilling right. in the town. So, so At any point, you could be like, Pikachu, Thunderbolt, Mike, get him, you know, and... <laughs> So, so I think you know my answer is just this right here. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, oh, like I know. Pokemon Freaking Master all the way. Got to catch them all. How many were the original? 151. So I'm an OG collector. Right. Like, I remember when they first came oh. out, the TCG, the train car game yep. came out. Uh, what grade were you in? Uh, middle school. See, I, was in, I remember being in fifth grade. Well, I mean, middle school, yeah. Yeah. And my teacher... Have my fifth grade teacher having a freaking binder with yeah, Pokemon cards. That was me. Right? Like, I was like, my teacher's cool. He's got Pokemon cord cards. He's cool. Was it Mr. Van S? Uh no, it was oh, not Mr. Van S. Okay. It was I can't remember the gentleman's name. Uh so I collected all 150 cards because Mew was not an obtainable card at the beginning. It became a promo later on. Oh, okay. They did that intentional then. Yeah. But anyway, I collected all 151, and I kind of found out that I believe it was my father who, when cleaning out my old <gasps> stuff, as tra- an adult, trashed them. Oh, no. There were cards in there worth thousands. And when I tried to explain it to him, he was like, I don't get it. I was like, baseball cards. And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you get it now? <laughs> or as Pastor would say, oh, no, my Lord. You know, right, that exactly. That's, he, he do not crack every time he does it. So speaking of Stevie Flockhart, he will be joining us next week to wrap up season two. Yes, it's awesome. We actually asked him, I think at the end of season one, hey, we've we've done this podcast. We've, you know, right. we've, you know, been blessed to be able to do this so far. Hey, we would love to have you on here, and he was more than willing to. So, yeah. it's, uh, we we're giving him the honor due. We're giving him the final episode, two episodes. We'll see what it turns into. Um, but just Pastor Stevie, thank you so much. Yes, for and don't don't hate us for any of the questions we're going to ask. Don't hate Tim. Whoa, I don't Did, know as much as Jesse does on what? this situation. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Love you, Pastor. You're amazing. So, uh, Jesse and I talked a little bit today about what we wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we rounded up on uh, what we would like to name the series, not the series, but the episode, Change Management. Change Management. Because it sounds so adult. It does. It it sounds so adult, but at the same time, it's like, I think everyone's like, "Mm." Yeah. 
What? No, why? So when we're talking about change management, we're not talking specifically about work. We're talking about changes in the home, changes in your job, and then changes at in, church. At church. Right? Because because a healthy thing grows, growing things change. Oof. That's a word. That is. You're that welcome. Is a word. I literally came up with that on the dome, bruh. Literally, look, look, don't you, don't you. Did you? Me, I did. Uh, good job. Good yeah, job. I'll, uh, yeah. I only get tw- two of those a year. I right. <laughs> just used one of them on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I'm so glad to take away from your job on that aspect. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so uh, I think we need to talk. So what's, what's a recent change? Oh, well, not only your home. Right. So, but what, what are some of the changes you had to deal with moving? I think that's the biggest change, right? Um, that's there's that's like a phase change, right? That's right. Uh, steps. One that starts with the story of how you know, COVID triggered the fact that the housing market weirded out, and that with the housing market spike, the guy we were renting from sold our house out from beneath us. Didn't give us time, right? So now there's change, forced change, right. no choice. What are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. And then. Um, my best friend, John, uh, was like, you are not going to worry about this. Um, y'all are, y'all got somewhere to go. Uh, as a matter of fact, they threatened me. They said, um, they said, we don't care what you do, but your wife and kids are going to come here. <laughs> so you figure out what you want to do, but you're going to, you're going to, y'all are going to come in here. We're right. Gonna provide. And, you know, going into it, it's like, I was thinking two, three months, We'll be out, and it just it just didn't happen. I think we started officially looking for houses about five months in. We were able to be at a point where it's like, all right, let's do this thing. We started looking, and it was just nothing after nothing. And and it was funny because the first change in in that specific situation was forced. Yeah. The second one was desired. Right. Um, and then just through that process of of God God revealing to me because there was a point where I said to God and Lord, you know, I've I've walked through it with him, but I literally said out loud in to him, I feel like you've abandoned me. Yeah. Um hindsight, he didn't. Right. Uh and it was very quickly after that moment that uh I had um people speak into my life, uh, and I had the Holy Spirit clear as day say, I haven't abandoned you. It's you hear the storm, you see the storm, and that's all you see. Uh, but I'm still here. Um, and then uh, it was funny. We were struggling again with buying how with the house process. Um, and I almost was at the point where it's like, is it worth it? Me and Rebecca talked and it was like, let's just look at renting again. Let's do that. We're struggling with it. So <laughs> it was a Stephen Furrick from, um, is it Elevation Church? Okay. Um, it was just a bit that was on, on, and it was talking about, um, how there was a cloud in the distance, and that cloud is what brought the storm. But all there was at first was just a, a cloud, just a cloud that barely looked like anything. Uh, and it was saying, "Do it again, get up, do it again." And I was like, "Okay, Lord, I get it." And we pursued it. We got it. We pursued it again, and then you know, God blessed us with the home we have now. Right. So, right, we had force change, and we had desired change. I think that's a great uh, a story right there. You have you have force change. And desire change. So mm-hmm. let's let's look at the difference here, right? So force change you can't control. Correct. You can only tr- control your reaction. Correct. So if 
like for me, a, uh, a, I had an opportunity a couple years ago now. So I, I, it was almost a forced change, but I ended up desiring it beforehand. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> my in-laws live in a in-law suite next to my house. Yeah. Uh, I saw the writing on the wall of her, my mother-in-law's job shutting down, them not being able to afford uh, anything to keep it going, right? Because her income would not be there for the rent. So my mother-in-law and father-in-law live in a mother-in-law suite right next to the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple years ago, I saw the writing on the wall and I could see where they weren't going to be able to live where they were living. And I told my wife, Jennifer, I was like, hey, I think we need to tell them to come on. And this was, I think, August, September of that year. Right. We moved them in. No, it was October. It was October. We moved them in in October. December, her job shut down. Uh, and they they would have had to found somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. And I think I recognized what God's will was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I desire this too. And we did that. Not knowing that forced change was right around right, the, right around the corner. That's, you're right because it was, mine was predicated by force into desire, whereas yours was recognizing and desire being created into recognizing force was coming right behind it. Right, and so, I was I was able to avoid the force, which would have oh been man, worse. Right, and hear me out. Force force change pain is almost always involved. Yeah, whereas desire change. Pain isn't necessarily it's minimized. Always, it's minimized. It's not always desired. So literally by recognizing it and desiring the change first, you minimize the pain that they went oh, through. Well, not only them, but us. Right. Because I would have I had started setting it up to be my office. Mm-hmm. And I had minimal stuff moved over there. Yep. Um but when we made that decision, I was like, it's it's literally half a day's work to get everything put back the way it was mm-hmm. versus having I have a setup. Mm, I, yes, you do. I, I have a, I have five monitors, two PCs, a couple things going on in the background, a couple bookshelves. I have a full... You have an office. I have, you have a full office. office. And if I'd have had all that over there, it'd have been like, hey, we need to wait a week while I reorganize the rest of my house to accommodate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think by recognizing that change beforehand mm-hmm. it just prepared me for what would have been forced mm, yeah that's good that is good so also when we're talking about change we got to talk about how we carry what we believe mm-hmm. through change yep so like if the change is against you if jesse needs to change that's a whole different thing it is yeah. if jesse's going through changes like with family mm-hmm. like you have you have a daughter that's in band. Yep. About to be going into high school marching band. Right. So that's a change. That's a big change. Right. Not only, and it's funny because I think it's more of a change for her, but it's like we have to adapt. Yeah. I feel like it's a good word, right? She's the one that's going to be going through all the changes, new life, new uh, pace, new yep. structure, uh, and we get to adapt and and guide and direct and right. So you're literally you're taking some of the the parent, parental hands away. Yeah. yeah. So and that's a change that I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> um. You know my my oldest is going into third grade. So right. I'm I'm good. 
<laughs> like I can wait. Right. Well, I don't. It's you know. It's funny because I think you're prepared for it in ways that you don't recognize that you're being prepared for it. Yeah. Um, because I I was like you. I dreaded the thought. Um, but it gets easier because you watch how independent they start becoming. How you know you can me and Rebecca can sleep in in the mornings because they get up and take care of themselves. That's nice, right? And you we can leave the house and I have to worry about it. Me and Rebecca goes and again. So so what it's done is it's created an opportunity for. Uh, leadership, right? And then with leadership comes, you know, the growth that that brings and the change that that brings right. makes it easier when you step into bigger changes, right? Right. So stepping into this next phase for is like it's it doesn't feel as bad because we've taken all the steps to this point because it's not a forced change because it's not a forced change it's a desired change it is because I want to watch all my kids grow up and uh, be. Uh, just good people. Right. I want them to to love people and to be kind hearted and and to be uh, leaders in whatever they do. Right. So knowing that I desire that, there are things you change along the way. You, yeah. You treat them different. You change different things. So. All right. So the last one we want to talk about is change in your church family. Yeah. Not just moving churches, but if something in your church, like uh, we we attend nine hundred one. Yep. Uh. We started in a different building. Yes, we did. And, and we had a forced change. We had a forced change where we had to move to the building we're in now. Yep. And pretty soon there's going to be another forced change. Yep. Oh, But the thing is with this one, right, the first one was forced change. And uh, yes, we, we wanted to see what God would do next, uh, but we didn't. It wasn't something we desired. I think now, though, the difference is, is, is we the are force, desiring it. but it's mirrored by desire. Right. So, so uh, which minimizes pain. Exactly. So, I was asked to go to a new location mm-hmm. and start leading there. Mm-hmm. And originally, that was not what I wanted. Yeah. I originally was... Like I was excited because I was going to get to be this this volunteer here mm-hmm. and you know perform production duties to the best I could, but yeah. as a leader. And I was really really excited about it. And when I was asked to if I would consider going over to the other location, I did. I got I got a little down about it. Yeah. I, and, and by a little down, I mean I got mad at myself because I recognized that something I wanted wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen. But I, I took a few days, uh, and I even told I even told the individual who asked me. I said, "Wherever I'm needed," mm-hmm. because that's what we're told to say, right? Like that's what we're taught. We're taught to say wherever I'm needed, right? And and I had to go home and I had to talk to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, I've been asked to do this," mm-hmm. and she knew immediately that that was not what my desire was, mm-hmm. and she goes. You're supposed to go where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's really simple to say. <laughs> it sounds real good. Don't like, it? like, hey, that sounds great. Like, you know, I hate it when it's cold outside. You walk outside and it's cold outside. Right. And <laughs> I stole that from Mr. Podcast Mike. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Podcast Mike, uh, I heard he's going to check out a new library. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. So let's throw it to Mike. This is Podcast Mike at the opening of a new library 
uh, with a public service announcement to get out there and enjoy some good books. Reading is fundamental. <laughs> this one hadn't been checked out in a while. I'm I'm glad it's him and not us. Right. I mean, Look, somebody's got to do the field work, right? Right. But that's exciting for the library. Right. That's a totally. That's, I mean, ex- excited is uh, a word. Yeah, I wouldn't check that book back in. Check the thesaurus for that word. Oh, that's a good word. But finishing up our. So speaking of exciting, mm-hmm. uh, getting back into you know you're going to go where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to reevaluate my desires, mm-hmm. and I realized that I was putting me first, mm. and I had to check it, and I had to go okay. I've got to desire what God's got for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I checked it. I was like, cool. Guess I'm going where I'm supposed to go. That's it. And I love my wife. And, you know, she's got great wisdom. <laughs> and I'm not saying that sarcastically. Like she said, you got to go where you got to, where you're supposed to go. That's it. And that's, and I just had to check my, I had to remove self from it. Right. And that's the difficult part because here's the reality of change like that. As much as we think we can change ourselves, we are limited. Only the Spirit of God and Him can actually change us. Yeah. We have to just be willing. You have to stop and just say, I'm willing. Lord, here we are. Here I am. Uh, I'm tired of trying this on my own, so right. uh, I need you to guide me through this one. Well, and it's not just through this one, mm-hmm. right? Like, And that's something I'm realizing more and more. Mm-hmm. It's not... All right, God, I'm giving you this one. Yeah, uh, you're it's not just like, saying I'm available. <laughs> Different story. No, I'm I'm not just going to him when I hit when I try everything else. I'm getting to the point now where it's like, let's go to God first, <laughs> right? Dude, and let's. That's, but that's let's, such a good place to finally oh, get to. But the thing is, it's it so took, hard. It took change, both desired and forced, yes. to get you here. Yes. And God uses both. Oh, he does. He does. Or he. Let me rephrase that. He allows he, both. He he allows both. Uh, he doesn't cause both. Right. I don't believe he'll cause. Necess- he doesn't want to bring us pain. That's not his goal. Uh, but he'll use it. Yeah. So he's he's taking well, advantage. Uh, he'll of the use. Situation. He'll use what's happening to you mm-hmm. to, to teach. That's it. A hundred percent. Right. Uh, and it's it's that kind of thing. The going mm-hmm. to God first and realizing that. It's not, hey, I hit the end of my rope. What mm-hmm. can you help me with? It's the before we even look at the rope. Hey, let's start with right. you. Like, right. like every morning, like what's 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 up, God? Like what's new? <laughs> yeah, what's new, Lord? I'm here. Yeah. And oh, he's man. faithful to be there in return. So I think we we ended up with a really good message here. Hopefully for some right. people, some force change should. Be allowed, right? To you should allow it to change you in preparation for the next season. Definitely, because when well, you, force change, you don't have a choice. You don't. But right? if you no, you have the choice to not let it change you. Let's That's be true. honest. That's true. So don't waste the pain of a forced change. Don't waste the look. Pain. There's my second one. Oh, it's oh, gone. Oh, it's gone for the year. Oh man. Well, uh, well. You're worth it, podcast. That's right. All 12 of you. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to keep saying 12 every time. Let's go. Let's go. Well, for Cutscene Conversations, I'm Tim. And I'm Jesse. We'll see you next time. Mm